Happy Monday, beautiful people. Welcome to uh, Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. That's Harry Drolls. Nora is in the studio too, somewhere, learning how to run this program, which I'm delighted by. So uh, she, she does not want to be seen, but you'll see her periodically because that's how we roll. So happy Monday, y'all. I, I'm a, I am way overhung this morning. Like I have a massive hangover. Why? Because I had the most fabulous time last night with uh, Ruby and Gail in West Haven on the beach. You know, they live on the, they live on the beach in West Haven. And uh, so we went to dinner, Ife and I went to dinner there, started with cocktails at five. And then, you know, I mean, we had rosé and a wonderful cat, uh, red Malbec and finished with a beautiful scotch. So, and, you know, they made steaks, filet mignon and frites, which is French fries with rosemary and a beautiful Greek toss salad. And it was, it was very five-star, very, very five-star. Thank you, Ruby and Gail for the wonderful hospitality. I'm paying the price right damn now. And, and, then, and then if that's not enough, I have to go to the dentist. So I can't even crawl back in the bed and like sleep a little bit more of this off. Nope. I had to go to the dentist and open wide and deal with that. And then later today, this evening, I'm having dinner with Andrew. So. So my day is a is a nonstop run. It's a nonstop run today. So there's no there's no uh, no breaks. And God knows I need a break today. I need a break. Oh Lord, my body is screaming. But I had a good time. <laughs> I didn't make it to the uh, to the jazz day at uh, at um, the Knickerbocker. You know, the Knickerbocker is one of the oldest black golf clubs in the country. And it's over there on um, uh, Sherman Parkway. So I didn't get to go there yesterday. Um, Kevin Walton gifted me two tickets, but I, I told him it was a good chance that I wasn't going to get over there. So, And uh, Ife this weekend was at the Hill House, her Hill House High School reunion. 45 years she'd been out of high school. I was like, woo, 45 years. So so she went, she had a good time. She, you know, saw some classmates she hadn't seen in a long time. I said to her, I'm always amazed because uh, I just had my 40th, um, my 40th, uh, uh, just after I, just, just after I had my hip surgery, second hip surgery. And uh, I'm amazed at how many people live in New Haven that I never run into at all. Like I just never see, never, ever, ever see. So she's like, yeah, that's, that's how she was too. Like these people live in New Haven. I never see them. I, and I know it's because we do not run in the same circles as, as our former classmates. Um, that's just what it is. So sometimes New Haven can feel like a big giant city. And sometimes it can feel like a little uh, town, <laughs> depending on where you, where you land. Sometimes it can feel like a big city. You never run into people. And sometimes it feels like uh, a small town where you're just like, oh God, I know everybody. So anyway, 
that's that's the world according to Babs this morning. I'm just uh, uh, hanging in. And it looks overcast. I think it was raining a little bit yesterday too. So anyway, so do we, is Nora with us? Is she, is she on or can she wave at us? She's there. If she could decide to turn on her camera. Hey, but... Nora, turn on your camera. Uh... You have her text? Just text her. Yeah, she can hear you. She's at the Hi, store. Nora. Let me open that up. Hi. I don't hear you. We can't hear you. Turn on your mic, Nora. Yeah, turn on the mic. Like, move some buttons, Nora. <laughs> Just, okay, I don't know what buttons it is. <laughs> got to unmute Zoom. I'll do that right now. Oh, it said I didn't unmute Zoom. <laughs> okay, there you go. Hey, Nora. Hey. <laughs> now, now, you know, Harry's convincing that you're not sitting in. Are you sitting in the big chair? I am now sitting in the big chair. Okay, I was so you, up on reading the New Haven Independent. But. No, well, you, our show starts at nine. So, so <laughs> get, get in the big chair before nine so you could just start. Harry and I just had an interesting text conversation in which I, I had texted Harry earlier asking whether I was supposed to run the station this morning. <laughs> but oh. yeah. Tomorrow I will be here to start your show back. I, listen, I listen, I'm I'm happy to see you, girl. Whatever. <laughs> we we good. Yeah. Just so far, it's Monday morning. Who knows yeah, what listen, will happen? Anything can happen on a Monday. Monday, Monday. Anything can yeah. happen, girl. Well, it's nice to see you. It's always nice to see you, Babs. I'm up. <laughs> I'm hungover. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I heard that at the beginning. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm really. <laughs> yeah, Babs and I are hungover. Yeah, Harry's hung... hungover. Yeah, Harry's hungover from doing what exactly, Harry? Life. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, had a, I had a busy weekend myself. All right. What'd you do? Yeah, what'd you do? And, um, when Did I you leave my, the house? When my, yeah, <laughs> took my sister out to a, a breakfast dinner. Was it her birthday? Um, yes, yeah. She turned 50 Friday. Oh. And um so you took we her to went a breakfast dinner. To a birthday dinner, jeez. Um, so anyway, so we went to a soul food place in Meriden. Oh, what's the name of it? Because I'm always looking for good soul food places. Um, I gotta check the address. It's it's like soul food kitchen or something like that. And, but it's the weirdest. It's the weirdest thing, Babs. It's, <coughs> it's in an apartment complex. The soul food restaurant. Yeah, you drive into like a co-op place, right? And they have a grocery store, a liquor store, a the soul food restaurant. It was just so bizarre because when I put when I put it into my GPS, it said you know this. <laughs> this complex and i'm like you're like that can't be right it can't be right but i'm gonna follow the directions and sure enough it was <coughs> wow it was, was the food good it was good it just took forever you know so well you know um, they you know soul food restaurants here they gotta make it oh, from they're scratch really cook, they're really cooking it <laughs> <laughs> you know it takes it takes a minute to cook them greens 
you know, we had, you know, the cornbread and everything. It was delicious. Oh, yeah. They, they was making that from scratch. I was just, uh, you know. You're going to sit and wait for this. Wait, waiting on uh, how, how I was going to use my points that day. Oh, my but, God. Um, you, know, you know, I think it, I, I read an article where it said Connecticut's leading the nation in um, wrong way driver accidents. Yes, that we are. I don't know um, why. And I've, I've tried to figure this out. Oh, well, 99% of the time people are drunk. Well, let me just say this, because when I left, when we left the restaurant, it would start, right? So it was like 9.30. They closed at 10. So getting on 15 off of that, <coughs> I, think that I totally understand <coughs> are doing the wrong way driving i mean i saw the signs but if you're tired if you're distracted the inbound and outbound lane are tight together and there are no lights mm. no lights at all so it was like it was an adventure getting on the highway so it, it was just crazy it, i could not well not me because i'm super careful but i could see why an elderly person is a lot of a lot of the wrong way drivers are elderly people and mm. um or someone who's tired or exhausted to get on the wrong side they need to separate the lanes i know the transportation department is working on this now but they need to definitely put lights on the i think that's what they're going to start doing because it seems to be problematic but yeah so pretty scary and then yesterday i had family here in the house for most of the day so okay yeah nor did you move sorry i turned my mic back off because i was hearing that there was feedback from the mic on the radio i'm not sure Who told what's you going on with my mic it's crazy Who told that, paul yeah paul told me that. Okay. <laughs> paul but you has, moved this weekend yeah paul has bad reception <laughs> Okay, well, if it happens again, I, uh oh, <laughs> um, I moved out of the co-op this weekend, but I didn't. Move. I have to move into the new place today because well, where you stay? What? So Did all you... of my stuff is I oh, fortunately am using my parents' car, so it's all in my parents' car. <laughs> or your mic is loud though; you have to lower it. All right, so your stuff is in your parents' car. Yeah, <laughs> my life's. Wait, how much stuff do you have, girl? Oh, your stuff can fit in the car? Yeah, well, I don't have that much stuff is the situation. I, okay. I have like a shelf. So, um, so, so you moving into your space today? I'm supposed to. Where did you sleep last night? I slept at my parents' house. They live in the oh. area. That's why. Oh, okay. Because I was yeah, like, no. girl, what? I, yeah, no, I have shelter. <laughs> so you're, you're, are you from here? Yeah, I grew up in Guilford, <laughs> and, oh, and now my family lives in Hampton. Though I thought I don't know why I thought you were from far away. Probably because I seem lost all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, all right. I wasn't gonna say nothing, but <laughs> especially because I referred to my neighborhood as Science Hill last week. <laughs> And that was that's why I thought you weren't from here because I was like, right. yeah. <laughs> no, I just am particularly geographically challenged, but okay, all right. 
So your parents let you stay at the house. Yeah. And, you go, and you're going to move into your space today. I think I'm going to going to do the radio because apparently I promised Harry that I would run the radio station today, even though I forgot. And then I am going to move in. Okay. And I'm going to go to a legislative council meeting. That's the Do you plan. have a smartphone? Do you have a smartphone with a calendar? So okay, put, yes. in, put in your calendar <laughs> all the things that you have to do, right? You're so right. when are you, when you running a radio station tomorrow? I'm going to put it in my, yeah, I'm running it tomorrow. I'm going to put at it in nine. <laughs> I'm so going to get here at 830. <laughs> okay. So put 830 in your calendar, WNHH slash Love Babs Love Talk. Are you running the whole day or just my show? Whole day. Okay. So 830 WNHH <laughs> slash whatever. Just put WNHH. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, 830. And then, so so I'm off Thursday, remember? So that's, that's jury duty. So put that oh, in. Oh, that's right. Harry has jury duty. So put that in because I don't want to be sitting here mad. I would never, would never let that happen. Um, Listen, it's fine with me. I'm just saying. Never say never. Never say and we have pundits on Thursday, never. too. Are you running yeah. the show for pundits? I haven't. I have not. Okay, uh, Harry, get her ready for pundits on I, Thursday. No, I, you know, I don't think I should even show up tomorrow. This way she gets a taste of what. It's, it's going to be light tomorrow, but what's happening Thursday? Pundits is Thursday. And, and, um. The so other, pundits is at 12 o'clock, Nora. And at 11 <laughs> o'clock, you'll be doing a um, show at 11 from Hawaii. Hawaii. Who? Um, oh yeah, who's in Hawaii? Jose's in Hawaii. Jose Candelario, the eleven. Oh, is he? He's doing a show from Hawaii. Yeah, from Maui. Why? Because he's on vacation. Yeah. So, so why is he doing a show? Like, why did he just be on vacation? I know he just wants to, uh, you know. Oh, he's he's coming for me, Harry. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a show, Paul. I could do this. Uh oh, that's it. Now Baz is gonna do her show from Paris. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not. <laughs> you're on vacation. You're on vacation. I'm on vacation. Sorry. Harry I'm has right. pointed out though. Harry made Love Babs Love Talk hats, but not keeping it 100 hats. I'm not making yeah. nobody else's hats. No, he's not making nobody else's hats. That, that's not the deal. He wants hats. He got to make his own hats. <laughs> Harry does not work for them. He works for them, but he doesn't work for them. <laughs> he works for them. I'm extra. That's right. That's right. So, and I wear my hats all around town too. So, Nora, I don't know if there's an extra hat. Maybe you want to wear it around town. I don't know. I've got one. I wear it everywhere I go. Do you? I <laughs> Advertising. I, I, I want to see a. I want to see a picture, Harry, of her in a hat around town. Well, Next think- time you're doing Word on the Street. Are so we doing Word on the Street Wednesday? I'll wear my hat. Yeah, wear your hat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because what days are you doing Word? What days are y'all doing? What days are we doing Word on the Street? I think we wanted to do it Thursday, but since Harry has jury duty this week, we're going to do Wednesday. Okay. I believe is the plan. I don't do it Thursday. I don't show up to the studio. Oh, uh, my God. 
Harry, that is that is you're not being a very good supervisor. <laughs> you're not being very good at this. I'm just that's saying. Not you, the, that's that's the, not what you the, tell her. I'm saying <laughs> the planning, you know, has to be tighter than that. You know, that was a sarcasm. Well, she just said Wednesday. She's doing it Wednesday. Sarcasm. So Wednesday it is. I'll see you for word on the street on Wednesday. Okay. I'm I'm good with that. All right. Okay. Well, it's Monday on Love Babs Love Talk. And uh and 10, 10 15, I've got um my my alder, the war 20 alder, um Devin. Uh, Devin uh Absalon, um Smith. He's coming on to talk about how war 20 is not in the um it's not in the budget for uh some of this this money that's out there and uh we're quite concerned so the the american rescue plan funds so um they're voting today and new hallville uh is currently not included to receive funding for youth center which i i guess they may have thought they could be so there is a email circulating a text email facebook there's a flyer circulating uh, to email President Taisha Walker Myers and ask her to support the inclusion of the Newhall Bill in the uh, ARPA funds for youth centers. And her email is ward33 at New Haven, Connecticut, CT, newhavenct.gov. So, so they're having a Board of Alders meeting tonight at 7 and uh, at City Hall in the Aldermanic Chambers. And if you've not been to Aldermanic Chambers, really nice, nice place. Uh, but right now, $2.4 million is in the uh, ARPA budget for youth centers to be voted on tomorrow, today. And the priority places, the priority places to receive funding are West Rock Nature Center, Coogan Pavilion, Barnard Nature Center, Trowbridge Rec Center, East Rock Ranger Station, Gulf Street Park, Community Building. What, what community building? There's a community building in Gulf Street Park? And the Atwater Senior Center um, and uh, Salperto. So, you know, throw one more in there. Throw New Hallville in there. One, one more. Just throw one more in there. So that's the meeting today. So he's coming on at 10.15 to talk about that. It's a big deal. So, yeah. So did Harry leave? Where did Harry go? He just left you? He just left you? I'm I'm oh, he's I'm there. But I'm working on something in the background. So, all right. So yeah, <laughs> all right. So I'm drinking some lemon water because I got to get rehydrated from all the drinking I did yesterday with uh, <laughs> Gail and Ruby. Mm. We could have spent the night because God knows I was wore out. I got home. It must have been about one o'clock in the morning. I mean, we stayed out there in West Haven a long time. Had a good time. Good conversation, good food, good conversation, good food, good music. Ah, such good music. So, uh, and we talked about all kinds of things. So I, I like those kinds of evenings. But um, I will tell you, Nora, I, I am, and this is, I'm going to tell everybody, I'm, I'm going a little bit dry from now until 2023. So I'm, I'm going to cut back on <clears throat> all the drinking that I do. 
because I have to, I have to, I have to uh, focus on my health a little bit more. So that's what I'm going to do. Mm. So I'm announcing that's a long time. It is. I need to do it though. Cause I've got to, uh, I've got to focus on my health better. Mm. <clears throat> and um, I, you know, I don't have a drinking problem, but alcohol adds calories. You know, I, I'm not going to say wasted calories, but you know, it adds calories in ways that you don't want it to add calories. So, so I need to just cut it back a little bit, just a little bit, not mm. like quit drinking. I don't have a drinking problem. I'm just gonna, you know, not drink so much. <laughs> but you know what? And I'm going to take up drinking. So <laughs> it puts calories on you, Harry. You don't want that. No, that's how I put this weight back on. Cause Alcohol puts on. Ah, you know what? I just alcohol up. puts on calories. So, um, I'm like, oh, I just wanted. Okay. I just wanted to say. So this weekend, right? So you know that I'm on the point system on the weight yes. watch. And this weekend, when I went to weigh myself, yet yesterday morning, when I went to weigh myself, my scale was bugging out. Right, so. I was like, okay, wait a minute. It's saying I gained seven pounds. Oh, okay. Right? And then, no, and then Karen got on and it said the exact same thing for her. So oh. that's impossible. Oh, so you need a new scale? Right? So I went Did you on, run and buy one? I went on Amazon and I did same day delivery. Oh my God, Harry. Are you <laughs> kidding me? And I, got, and I got one at right around 9.30 yesterday. So... Then I was able, after I took a shower and everything, I weighed myself and I lost three pounds. So I was like, thanking God. <laughs> Did you really order a scale? Yeah, same day. <laughs> same day, because I, I can't do it. It's driving me nuts. So yeah, so anyway, so I lost three pounds instead of gain seven. You ordered a scale? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know how... OCD, neurotic, and crazy, everything. I but you ordered a scale? <laughs> yes. A and 50, had it delivered? The same? A $50 scale. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously? Like, you couldn't have just got in the car and went to Target and got a scale? Like, you had to actually have it delivered? I'm just, I'm yeah. judging you harshly. because. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm judging you harshly. I'm a privileged American. Wow. So I ordered my scale, had it delivered. Well, I had people here, too. I didn't want to leave just to go get a scale because I was having issues mentally with the fact that it told me I gained seven pounds. Wow. Like, just no way. I mean, I, I introduced more exercise. I was strict. I was strict to my diet. So there was just no way. And then when Karen got on and it said the same thing, we were like, oh, no, this is off. I can't. We didn't gain seven pounds together. Wow. So, and then I looked at, and then I started reading all the reviews to that scale, and people go, oh, it goes from, it starts adding four pounds, then seven pounds, and then it just stops working. Oh, your scale? The scale that was wrong. That you had? (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes you might not need to use it and then let it reset itself. Yeah, I I switched. No, but you was like, no, I'm not. I, I can't wait for that. 
yeah, I switched batteries three times on it. And then I was like, no, this is just not happening. Then it went. The third time I switched the battery, it actually added another three pounds. So I was like, no, this is just insane. I'm gaining weight as I stand here. So, no. So for my sanity, Babs, I had to order a skin. Okay. Um, Supreme Court Justice uh, Katanji Brown Jackson got her own bobblehead. <laughs> I want a bobblehead. Okay, you know you can make them specialty. I I think so. I think I need to. I'm I'm you know I look more like a Buddha these days, so I'm Buddha-ish. So I need a <laughs> I need a I need a Babs Buddha-ish bobblehead. I I'd like a bobblehead. And we lost uh <clears throat> Bill Russell. Passed yeah. away at 88. I didn't know he was a Kappa, member of the Kappa Apple Psi fraternity. Um, but he passed that, away. El, the, such an elegant man. The legendary, though. The legendary. Elegant man. Lovely man. Lovely, lovely man. So, hey, did you know the last conviction in Salem witch trials uh, was cleared? It only took 329 years, but you know, justice, justice. You know, they was, you know, they was condemning all these women to uh death because they thought they were witches. I see the GOP was the same then as is as it is now. <laughs> so, uh, same, same mess condemning women. <laughs> So they finally, the last one, Elizabeth Johnson Jr., the last person who was not cleared in the Salem witch trials has officially been exonerated. 329 years. <laughs> That's a cute picture, Nora. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> wow. Harry's so, just prevailing me all the time. <laughs> an eighth grade civics teacher um, and her students got this done five to those students and their teacher for for seeing this through 329 years later thank you we should we oh we you know we should say thank you to them mm. you know so she was the last one so that's something so they got a real introduction to politics history um and just a writing a wrong so good for her good for her good for them so anyway uh what else is going on i'm just looking at all the news and uh i got a lot of claire's cooking you know claire's is making some food i'm like okay claire's i see you and i i have a, a gift certificate so i've got like i think eight 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 ten dollars left on it like going to order something eat something i i like going to claire's because i can always get dessert because i always have vegan dessert Babs, when did you become vegan? I'm not, I'm vegan-ish. I'm not really, I'm not vegan. I'm vegan-ish. I have a severe dairy allergy. Oh. So it's easier to eat vegan than to like, just keep questioning people about what, well, what's in that? <laughs> like, <laughs> give me the rundown of ingredients. Because yeah. most people don't know um, how dairy is 
called other things. Oh, milk proteins can be called other things. That's what I'm allergic to, milk protein. I'm allergic. You too? Are mm-hmm. you? But I Have eat you- it every day. <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't. It's life-threatening for me. Really? Yes, yeah, life-threatening. I like I'll die. Like but- I could die. Oh. Wait, what yeah. would happen? Can I can I ask what would happen specifically? Because you used to eat dairy. Right? When I was a child, when I was young, yes. Oh, so okay. So you so haven't this this dairy. this came up in my 30s. Hmm. My 30s. Yeah. Like my late 20s, early 30s. No, my late 20s, my mid 20s. I discovered it. Yeah. Yes. My 20s. Had you always had issues with it, or that's when you developed noticeable problems? Uh no, I didn't have no. It was just one day I could eat, drink milk, eat cheese, butter. And then the next day I couldn't. Wow. What do you miss the most? I don't miss anything. Really? No. You don't miss cheese? No, I have, I eat vegan cheese. What kind of vegan cheese? All kinds. Because I have so many, <laughs> so many out there on the market. That's true. So I eat pizza, vegan, vegan cheese pizza. Mm. And restaurants in town, there's a couple of them now that do an amazing job of pizza. Yeah. What are your favorite vegan pizza? I, I love the Delena pizza. I love pizza from Delena. I love my new favorite is next door. They make a great mm. vegan pizza, cheese pizza. Uh, Marco Polo makes a vegan cheese pizza. Oh. And I understand that little place on State Street in the Delena's old spot um, makes a vegan cheese pizza. Mm. So there are places that make uh, a vegan cheese pizza. Because before that, I just get a pizza without cheese. Oh, that's kind of sad, right? But they also... No, it wasn't sad. It was fine. It was good. Just with a lot of toppings? No, sometimes I just get onions, mushrooms, peppers, but sometimes mm. just a sauce and bread. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I can, yeah. You know, pizza didn't start out with cheese. I don't know how pizza started out. It started out just showing off the sauce. Mm. So it was about showcasing the sauce. So um, putting cheese on it was just like insulting to folks who were making pizza. And then somebody said, oh, we can put cheese on this and let's let's go. Do you know when the cheese edition became popular? Um, like maybe 100 years after they were making it. <laughs> <laughs> I would miss I, I feel like I need cheese on my pizza. No, I you think don't. not if it's life threatening. You think you need it, but if it's life threatening, <laughs> you wouldn't do it. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you would I rather don't... you die for some pizza? I think I would. Seriously. <laughs> I think I... your life means so little to you that you would eat some cheese and die. No, it's that cheese means so much to me. Girl, no. Don't... <laughs> Girl, let me take, let me give you, let me help you. Don't let anything I, mean that much to you. It's just mm, cheese. Girl, mm. You can live without cheese. If they said, you know what, we can't ever, we can't ever make cheese again in the world. You'll, you'll live. <laughs> Try some vegan cheese. You'll like it. I do. I also eat vegan cheese. Oh, okay. So well, then you, you get a sense. I just get I sad about eliminating things. I think like oh, I'm okay no. with adding vegan stuff, but I feel sad to say goodbye to no, I, like, I like Nora, I, I kind of, you know, <laughs> suffer 
for some stuff like um I'm lactose intolerant, but I ain't gonna stop mm. eating cheese. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> I guess because it's life threatening for me. Yeah. I just like my life. So <laughs> there's there's nothing that I won't give up. I, I will never say there's nothing I can't give up to save my life or to live. I guess because I have such a a, a, a life-threatening disease. I have a life-threatening allergy. So, mm. so I'm never going to say I'm never going to, I can't give up something. First of all, I don't want anything to have that kind of control over me. That's number one. And mm. I'm never going to be a slave to stuff. So I just give up. If they say, you know what? You can't have watermelon again. I love watermelon. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. <laughs> it's fine. I don't want to own, I don't want to, I don't want to be beholden to things. And I think it's because I have such a life-threatening allergy that I, I could say that with all, with all, with all regard, because mm. there's nothing I would want to hold over me like that. I just mm. don't. Well, so. cheese is literally addictive too, right? That's. I don't have an addictive quality, so I don't know what's mm. addictive. Mm. <laughs> I don't have an addictive quality to me. So no, I don't. That's lucky. <laughs> I don't I don't feel like I could not give up something. I mean, there's nothing I would I'm like, what? What do you mean? I can't stop eating something. Like I, I control what I I control me. Who control cheese can't control me? So that's how I am. Mm. God bless y'all who, who who don't have that kind of I don't know. Yeah. You get, you girl, you have a milk protein allergy and you messing around. So what happens to you? It must I not be bad. Terrible. No, it's not that bad. My stomach just feels like incredible pain. But <laughs> and, and you and you don't care about that? Not really, no. I just oh, kind of deal with it. Girl. Um mm. there was a period of time where I did cut it out for a while. And and you were better, right? Life was good, yeah. My skin was really clear. And so you don't want that? <laughs> you would rather I, suffer? I think for me, the idea of like attempting to restrict what I eat or something feels more like I'm... It's, it feels less like I'm taking control and more like I'm letting the world around me control me. Which sounds like a crazy thing to say. <laughs> you sound like these people that don't want to get vaccinated. I know. That's what I'm it sounds a lot like that. But yeah. it's it's cheese specific. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nora. General philosophy. I think you're gonna when you when you get a little older, you're gonna be like, I really thought that mess. <laughs> yeah, but, you're gonna be like, oh, but, I really believe that. <laughs> you're gonna outgrow that. Because you're not going to be able to tolerate this pain. You're going to be like, why? <laughs> like, let me stop. Ugh. No, I, I, can't ima- I can't imagine that. I can't imagine. Because I, I know how sick I get. It's not worth it to me. It's just, it just clearly, categorically not worth it to me to be. Th- and I've, I've, I've had, I've haven't ha- I haven't had an episode in a long time, but. Mm. There are times when milk proteins slip in because people are, they don't know when I ask what all, what all the milk proteins are like whey and lactic acid and all the things. So they don't, they don't know. So they'll say, if they don't specifically see 
the things that they know are milk proteins, like cheese, whey, you know, casein, stuff when I tell them. So they're like, oh, I don't see milk on here. I don't see dairy on here. And they're just like, okay. And then I eat it. And then I'm like, that's so it's like scary. having COVID for me. Like, you know how people mm-hmm. have COVID? It's like having COVID. It's like having the worst case of COVID. I was going to say, how do you navigate that though? Because you go out a lot too. I go out a lot. I mean, I'm very careful. Like I, I mean, I've been at this a long time. So I'm very, I've been at this for 40 years, right? 30, you know, 30 years. So I'm very careful. And I immediately know, like it hits me immediately. Like as soon as it enters my body, my my organs start to shut down. And like everything just starts to go crazy. So my body starts to like feel like it's under siege and, so, so I, I am very, very careful because I, it's, and it takes a long time to recover. Mm. It takes a long time. So I, I, I don't like that mess. <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I just can't stand it. And it takes so long to recover too. And then I never really fully recover. So it's like, how long does it take to recover? I'm good. About two like... weeks. Wow. It takes about two weeks. It doesn't seem that common for people to have life-threatening dairy allergies. Oh, it is. Am I wrong? Okay. No, no, I know. I, I, in the, in my life, I've met quite a few people who have this. I belong to a um, group. uh, uh, There's a couple of groups around the country, and I belong to them. You know, that that watch and find out what dairy is renamed or rebranded as in products. Um. Because that's how dire it is for some of us. But there's a, a lot of people who, you know, some people have mild forms. Some people uh, have severe like I do. Some people just have intolerance. I have an intolerance and an allergy. So it's a double issue. So that's interesting, though, the community that's formed. Oh, yeah, there's, 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 there's some really good folks out there that watch. You know, because um, uh, I had a girlfriend whose child was born like that, and they they've um outgrown it. Mm. So mine was adult onset, so they don't even know if I'll ever outgrow it. Like it, it'll mm. ever just go away the same way that it came. I tell you what happened when I when I took the um the second uh, when I got my second. COVID shot vaccine, it cured it for 21 days. What? It cured my dairy allergy for 20 days, 21 days. That's so over, weird. Over Thanksgiving. Yep. It was. How did you and find I, out? What did you eat? But like, how did you I, I ate everything? We were at we were at uh we were at um Mohegan Sun <laughs> for Thanksgiving. <laughs> And I was able to eat the Thanksgiving dinner with dessert. And then, and then, and then. But did you just risk that? Like, yeah, well, they told me I could risk it. Like, because they did the blood draw. They did all the tests. They were like, this looks like it's something is happening here. Give it a try. And so I did. That is 21 days. Now I couldn't like, I couldn't go have like mac and cheese or you know like they didn't want me to do that they were just like eat some things that you normally would question Mm -hmm. and see what happens 
And so I was eating small things that I normally wouldn't be able to eat. Do you remember what it was? I'm curious, like what the fine line is where it contains dairy, but it's not dairy heavy. Like, uh, I think when I, when I see things that say natural flavorings, mm. that's usually cold for dairy. Mm. So. <laughs> I like but, the idea of the group that's tracking how companies. Well, like, yeah, that's how I learned I can't have Trident gum. What's in Trident gum? Well, they have milk proteins in Trident gum, so I can't ever <laughs> chew it. Um, some tuna fish, if it's not um, albacore, if it's just tuna fish, not premium oh. tuna fish, they they have um, milk proteins in it. They whatever they use to season it or whatever, strain it or whatever. Um, so there's a lot of things out there that people don't know that are uh, dairy inspired. <laughs> No. That, I, that I can't eat <laughs> like I like mm. some breads so I'm safe to eat sourdough bread because there's mm. no milk in that mm. but other breads like when I go to uh when I go to the uh some restaurants I have to be very careful I rarely eat in Italian restaurants mm. because everything is parmesan that makes sense unless I get a marinara sauce but I have to get a marinara sauce that they didn't cheese up, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I mean. I have to do. I have to do. Uh, I have to do my due diligence, like that. So, you know, you learn over yeah. the years how to, you know, what's in this? 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 <sighs> you know, so, but people know me now. So when I go places, they're like, okay, no, there's nothing in this. You mm-hmm. have this. You got this. You got this. So, that's kind of nice yeah it is kind of nice it yeah. is really really kind of, listen i was in paris and i ate vegan the whole time and you know mm-hmm. paris is synonymous for butter right like <laughs> yeah no one is thinking vegan if they're in paris they're thinking butter <laughs> all day and everything yeah so no pastry they have, you find like a vegan pastry shop oh, there's tons of them okay there's tons of vegan patisseries and sandwiches and restaurants from fast food restaurants that are specifically vegan to oh, high-end really? fancy-ass restaurants. Wow. You know, you and places that when you have high tea, uh, they have vegan pastries and vegan things. So, mm. so if you could do, if I could do it in Paris, I could do it anywhere in the world. Because, you know, they're, no, they're just butter. I think the streets are paved. (laughs) The streets are paved with butter. butter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm convinced in Paris, you just have butter (laughs) everywhere. So if if I could eat there and eat vegan and not have any problems, then Mm. you could just eat anywhere. Seriously. Mm. Seriously. So I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, girl, stop doing that. (laughs) <laughs> you make yourself really sick. Yeah. I think I am going to become a vegetarian again. I was vegetarian for a long time. And lately I've been thinking, I don't think I want to eat meat anymore. Why? I don't know. I went to Shake Shack the other day and ate a hamburger and just thought there's 
I'm, I'm not sure there's any way I can reconcile eating this. <laughs> right now. I think just like the way animals are. I know. It's, yeah. It is. It's hard. I, I feel you too. I, I have, I've been having these moments too. Although yeah. I had a really good filet mignon last night at yeah. Gail and Ruby's house. So. Meat is just so good. And it's it so is. delicious that I feel like we're meant to eat it. And I do think that we're probably meant to eat it. But I think the only way I could eat it and feel good about it is if I was hunting it myself. And also that wouldn't make me feel good. I don't want to do that. Yeah, no, I, I would no. feel worse. If I had to hunt <laughs> meat for myself, I would never eat it. Yeah. I, I just I would just never eat it. Because no. first of all, I'm not killing anything. Because you have yeah. to kill it, right? Yeah. And 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 we know now that you know other living beings are sentient. So they, you know, they they know when they're going to the slaughterhouse. That's why they're always trying to escape. So they know when they're gonna be killed. It's and we so don't dark. kill them humanely, <laughs> we club them to death, right? I mean, I'm a chef by trade. So I know about I know how to butcher an animal. We don't hang together, girl. You don't know. Okay, but you, there's so many things that you do. I just can't believe there's another one. Well, there's lots. I mean, I'm 59 years old. There should be lots of things I should I do know. not think I will accomplish as much as you have. <laughs> you can butcher. You, you yes. butcher animals. Mm-hmm. So I think until people are able to do that, they shouldn't eat meat. Yeah. So you can butcher an animal skin a chicken you know all that kind of stuff yeah. don't eat it that was kind of my philosophy too and then i started eating it again because i went through an anarchy phase <laughs> I, I went through a phase like i go back and forth like i've been vegan for a very long time yeah not eating meat and then every now and again i'll have some meat and then i and then i and then i'll just eat meat and then i'm right. like oh i don't really want to eat meat yeah and it is weird. I feel like it's very easy if you consume meat to make it such a primary part of your diet. Yeah. Whereas when I first went vegetarian, I realized how much other food there was to try out. And yeah. like, I don't know what it is why meat like insists on being so dominant. Yeah. It does feel, I don't know. I have. Taste. Well, you know what? I, I, I don't, you know what? I don't like mass produced meat. Like I don't like, uh, like, chicken nuggets and kfc and that kind of stuff like because that 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 is a lot of unnecessary harm that happens to mass produce to 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 produce that amount of chicken in the world and beef in the world for burgers nuggets i mean that's it's a lot and it's and it's inhumane so if you watch it and see it it's inhumane and you're like because i want a burger really yeah also just the way so many of the employees are treated who are like making that hamburger for you the whole thing it's just like a whole chain of it's a whole chain that that we're yes and so when you go down that road nora just like we're going down that road (laughs) and you start to think do i really want to but then at the same time these are people's livelihoods, right? So they depend on right. people it's both. this because they wouldn't get paid. So, so you have to sort of find a way to make peace and temper it as best you can. At least yeah. that's how I see it. Get the impossible Whopper if you want to support Bird. Which I, I actually like the impossible Whopper. It's, it's good. It's really good. Because <laughs> <laughs> they put pickles on it and everything. Oh it's my like, God. It's like, like a, it's a, it's a Whopper. 
Yeah. It's good without without <laughs> all the now they probably have some other harmful mess in it. Oh yeah, it's definitely terrible for you. Yeah. But just because you're vegan, we vegans want junk food too. Oh, I feel like vegans probably eat have like the least healthy diets. I don't know what kind of statement that was to make because I'm not comparing it to anything, but I feel like most vegans I know like eat live on Oreos. Oh no, all the vegans <laughs> I know eat way better than I do. Yeah. You know. So I was like, okay, I could I could eat a little better as a vegan. <laughs> but you know, Oreos are vegan, so there's that. Like we like that. And they're accidentally vegan. There's a lot of accidental vegan things in the world. And now everyone rebrands it as that, like all of the companies that are producing those products. It's like when you like see like a pint of raspberries and it says gluten-free on it or something. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what we're doing. We rebranding. Yes. Yes, we are. Because we want that almighty dollar. Right. Okay, all right. Capitalism is wild. Listen, capitalism brought us slavery. I have to, you know, I have to remind people when they get all, we're a capitalist country. Yeah, we are. But you know what else we were? We were a slaveholding country. So just keep that in mind when you start that (laughs) almighty dollar mess. We, We held people in captivity based on economics. So... Yeah. Also, what are you what are you handling right now? Oh, somebody. Wow. My friend Rachel Mealy gave me this as a gift. That's so beautiful. It is very beautiful, and uh, I was just unraveling it because it needs to get unraveled. Wow, it's it's so pretty, right? Yeah. I don't even want to put it outside. I think I'm just gonna hang it in the house. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. should go on the porch, but I'm like, eh. That's more avant-garde. I like this. I like it better in the house. I'm going to find a space to hang it in the house. Because it's <laughs> very, very pretty. So anyway. It's anyway. nice. It's like ASMR over the radio. Just listening to it. Who? It's, it's sort of like ASMR. Do you know what ASMR is? Yes. Yeah. The sound of that like kind of chiming in the microphone is like oh i see what you're saying i like that yeah yes i'm new haven health director marissa bond if you or your family have covid19 symptoms or think you were exposed to someone with covid quarantine stay home and get tested on day five if possible if you have covid isolate wear a mask vaccinate get boosted and tested as needed those are the best ways to stop the spread of covid At this time, we are vaccinating everyone ages five and up. Stay safe, New Haven, for all of us. Hi, this is Bella, and you are listening. W-N-H-A-H-H-H-H-L-L-P-1-O-O-G-0.5-F-M-M. New Haven. New Haven. Streaming. Streaming. Live. Live. At. At. www. www. I love when she says it that way. No, yeah. Yeah. Dot org. Dot org.
All right, so we're going to take a break, Nora, and then I'm going to come back with okay. uh, Devin, with Ward 20, uh, my my ward, uh, 20 aldermen, to talk about uh, the uh, American Rescue Funds and how right. New Hallville is shut out of them. So I'm going to jump off, and uh, I'll be back in about 10 minutes. Okay, can't wait All to right. tune in. Thank you. 
Good morning. Welcome back to Love Babs Love Talk on Babs Rolls Ivy. I am delighted to have my alder, um, Devin Absalom Smith from Ward 20 here this morning to talk to me about um, the American Rescue Plan funds, which is the, uh, one of the items on the Board of Alders uh, uh, topics or agenda for today's uh, aldermanic meeting. And, uh, and so, uh, and because we are a teaching radio station, uh, we have a little bit of a glitch, but that's all right. Thank you, Nora. Um, he's here to talk about what this means for the Newhallville. Because I, as I understand it, Devin, Newhallville is not part of the, uh, the funds that are coming from the federal government. The, the American Rescue Plan funds that will uh, be voted on this evening. So talk, tell me about what that is. Sure. Well, to, and thanks again, Babs, for having me in 103.5 <laughs> FM WNHH. Um, to be really specific, um, because New Hallville will benefit from American Rescue Plan funds, but in particular, there's $2.4 million under a bucket for youth centers that will also be included in what we're voting on tonight. And, and at present, New Hallville is not included in that bucket. And <clears throat> It's really important that we are included because this is once in a lifetime funding. Um, there, there is an additional $19 million uh, left after, after we vote on this 53 million. However, New Hallville really should have the opportunity to experience benefit from every round of funding. Why? Um, one of the reasons being 43% um, of children under five in New Hallville live in po poverty, according to- Whoa, 43%? That's almost half. Almost oh half of the God. children in New Hallville live in poverty. Um, so yes, a youth uh, center is, is not, or, or funding towards a youth center is not only needed, but it's desperately needed. And that I, is a refrain that I've heard over and over from parents, but what really impacts me the most is from the children. Um, I think you might remember uh, Saturday, July 16th, I held a family day slash stop the violence event. Yes. Two bouncy houses, DJ, food, et cetera. And the, I think there were more children there than adults. There were a lot of people, but lots of kids. And what stuck with me was that afterwards, the kids kept coming to me saying, one, when are we gonna do this again? And two, can we have a place where we can go inside and play? and have events and programs, that's out of the mouths of babes. They know what they need and we should hear them. Mm -hmm. So have you identified a place for this thing or, or are you just like, let's get some money and then we'll figure that out? I've been working on identifying places and I have found some possibly viable spaces within the neighborhood where we could either possibly try to rehab a building or build fresh from the ground up. Now the mechanics of that, require um, the agreement of a number of different city departments in order to be able to acquire the land. But we can firmly say, yes, we have options. So it's, it's not, um, thankfully we're not just saying, yeah, just give us money, we'll figure it out. We're saying, hey, we're actively working. And I put some of the onus on our um, larger city uh, government to assist with that because the need is, is clear. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, Back in, in at the end of the June, I was doing series, a panel, and then a community meeting around gun violence. And studies show that um, 
more of half of uh, firearm related deaths, including two thirds of firearm related homicides could be associated in, with living in a county with a high concentration of poverty. Mm. And that doubly impacks youth. I, um, I, I would say so. So what do you say, Devin, when, they, when people say, oh, well, why can't y'all just walk down the street to the Q house, which is a good walk from New Hallville, but nonetheless, a, little, a walk. Sure. We, 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 we got a cue house up. Y'all go over there. <laughs> yeah. and, and you know what? We're very grateful for the cue house. We're very happy that the cue house with its long history has returned in some uh, vibrance. However, what I receive um, from residents here, ma the majority of them say, you know, well, one, it's pretty far to get to. Um, like if you live at the far the edge of our uh, ward or Newhallville, that's closest by Hamden. That's that's pretty tr uh, serious trek, and we know that we battle with issues such as poverty. Now I understand buses are free, but anyone who has experienced any tinge of poverty, you understand. But whether buses are free or not, the entire act of coordinating your schedule, having the resources you need to travel anywhere, is a tremendous effort. So. I mean, I think the Q house is great. However, the need in Newhallville is so exacerbated. I don't think that there can even be a conversation about us not needing supports within mm -hmm. this neighborhood. I mean, we chart high on state, uh, city, federal levels when it comes to poverty and childhood health disparities, unemployment and underemployment. So to me, it's a no brainer. And I think to residents it is as well. Um, Plus, some of the benefits of us having a youth center, having a visible and recognized place to go for youth issues and concerns, which would essentially help the youth put these issues on the agenda for community members. Um, that, that programming, that type of uh, catering to the youth could be unique functionality of the New Hallville neighborhood. Um, also, just quickly to go back to your comment about the Q House, we have to recognize that there is challenges sometimes for young youth to be traveling from one neighborhood to another, because whether you're affiliated with perpetrating violence or not, oftentimes crossing into another neighborhood could be quite dangerous. I can give you one example from my youth. I went to um, what's now King Robinson, but Jackie Robinson for summer school one summer. And just walking up there with my cousin, I got my sneakers stolen because I had went into a part of uh, you know, the neighborhood that I guess I wasn't supposed to be in. Um, and and it's, it's harder for kids now than it was when I was young because mm -hmm. was so rampant. So there's no kind of space like that that exists in Newhallville now. I mean, I think Lincoln Bassett is probably the anchor because it's a, you know, it's a school, it's a, middle school, I guess, elementary school. It's the only real anchor in this community. And they're not, they're not open beyond school hours, are they? I, I'm not generally. I think they do have some after school programming. And um, at times we might see camps and things hosted through there. But if we're talking about children who are in the neighborhood who we we see you know playing in the street or down at Bassett Street Park and they just want to stop in somewhere to either play or receive some actual resources through programming they th there's not a casual place 
for them to be able to do that. And a youth center would establish meaningful opportunities for youth to be involved in community service, mm -hmm. policy advocate, advocacy, and personal enrichment activities. And um, chill, our children really do need somewhere to play outside of our dangerous, busy streets. Just a few months ago, a five-year-old was struck by a vehicle on Newhall Street. Um, I can only, it, yeah. And, it's it's tragic and i mean thankfully she she's okay now but i it would be hoove us to have an indoor facility for these children to to recreate mm -hmm. so um I, and i know you work very closely with the great many of the neighbors in this community um because you all are battling the app foundation and their desire to put a drug rehabilitation space in the neighborhood uh which is not a good idea because they're not good stewards of the, the the properties that they have near the hospital so i dare say they wouldn't be good stewards in this neighborhood either um so it just seems like this neighborhood is fighting on a lot of fronts how do you how do you prioritize um the things that get your attention based on what the neighbors want and need mm -hmm. i i thank you for bringing that up and and yes so to to address that this neighborhood we are battling on a number of fronts we we do um have the the issue of wanting the building that apt purchase to hopefully go to clifford beers and for a trauma-informed community wellness center we do have the issue of Randy Cox, who in Newhallville was apprehended and sustained life-threatening injuries. You know, we we do have the issue of uh, gun violence and poverty, and and then all of the regular issues of trees, sidewalks, etc., and other disparities. So, as far as prioritization, I mean, I look at what I have in front of me, and the great thing is I'm not doing this alone. So I really lean on community members to be working in their teams, their groups, their subcommittees, so that we're paying attention to all of these things at the same time. This issue in particular is important to me because here we have $2.4 million on this bucket for youth centers, roughly the 300,000 a piece, if, if it was distributed equally, would be going to all the places named thus far. But my question is, how could this neighborhood that doesn't even currently, as you noted, have the infrastructure, uh, a physical place for youth center or designated youth programming, how do we get skipped when the, these, fund, uh, these funds were really sent down from the federal government for neighborhoods like ours? I believe if I could meet President Joe Biden and I gave him a blank blanket description of our neighborhood, he would see that not only are we eligible, we probably are a, a perfect pilot area to receive some of these funding. And um, I stand by, I don't believe that Newhallville should miss a single dollar, not a single round of funding because it is known that our neighborhood is suffering from disinvestment mm. from this city. I, I would say so. And you know, we've got um, um, Senator Winfield in this community, we've got um, State Rep. Robin Porter in this neighborhood. 
Um, I mean, they are anchored. They are literally they anchored the community <laughs> physically and 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 in so many other ways. So um, so what can people do? Like what 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 would you have people do? I, I saw in your post um, something about emailing the the uh, president of the board. Is that uh, Taisha Walker? Yeah. Is yes. Mm-hmm. Um, her and her email is actually Ward 23 at newhavenct.gov. Now that's one thing I can 33, say. Ward 33 or is it 23? 23. Two, okay. Because you got 33 in your type. Okay. Yes, so. There's a the typo there. Okay. Um, Ward 23. One thing I can say is that I am encouraged by the conversations that I've had with my colleagues on the board. And I'm encouraged by the conversations that I had with the um, chair of finance. I'm encouraged with the conversation that I had with the president of the board. My encouraging people to reach out is my encouraging them to participate in the democratic process. That is exactly what we should do. We, mm-hmm. If we have a concern or if we want to advocate for something to come to our neighborhood, we have to reach out to our elected officials and to have her support would be very, very um, positive when we're talking about outcomes and um, garnering the support of the rest of the board of alders. Um, So have you talked to your, have you talked to her? Have you talked to your surrounding um, um, colleagues on the board? Cause we border, uh, I I know um, Kim Edwards and then I don't know who the alder is for Dixwell. Like, you know, we have Dixwell, Mm-hmm. here maybe maybe um uh the 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 surrounding communities that sort of border war 20 have you have you spoken to them and, and what do they say yes we we border wars 19 which is alder kim edwards as you mentioned war 21 which is alder steve winters and war 29 which is alder brian wingate and i've had the opportunity to communicate with both um steve uh, alder winter and uh, Alder Edwards. And actually, I have to give a lot of credit to Alder Winter because he really has spearheaded the effort of navigating some of these conversations and identifying places within the budget where funding can be moved to include New Hallville. And I think that we're all on the same accord. And, that- and Jeanette Morrison, which is that that Q House area, right? She's- yeah, fixed well. Yeah, okay. Um, I, and I think as, as far as um, Alder Winter and Alder Edwards is concerned, I think we're, we're on the same accord that we should be included, included and that we can be. That like, I wanna frame this so we understand this isn't, we're not fighting here. This is just simply noting that we have enough time. We have until essentially seven o'clock to do right by this neighborhood. Um, and and I, I, you know, I could go and read down a fact sheet of numbers, but I think that first statistic of almost half of our children under five living in poverty is, is blaring enough to recognize that we need to be included in funding for a youth center. And we can't afford to miss this opportunity because we're not just talking about this one neighborhood here. Having um, a facility for youth in Newhallville will impact the entire city. It's a benefit to the city to develop and to assist in the development of an underserved community. Um, and that's just point blank period. 
So talk to me, because this all seems very sort of connected. Talk to me about the possibility of adult ed moving into the old state space on um, Bassett Street. Yes. And what is that looking like? And and how do the neighbors, the community members feel about that? Sure. So adult education needs to relocate. They they have to move out of the location on El Grasso, and they are interested in purchasing the building at 188 Bassett. And recently, the city of New Haven, which included the mayor and, and others, hosted a community meeting around it. So from what I've been going door to door, calling people, et cetera, and I, it's a mixed bag. I hear a lot of people would be excited to have the prospect of education, adult education, easily accessible within the neighborhood. The Among the concerns that I've heard is has primarily uh, revolved around parking and- mm. Oh my God. Parking, yeah, and um, <laughs> this city whole city has a parking issue, which is which right. doesn't really bother me too much because that means the city is viable and vibrant. So, but I I get it, right? And and the city engineers are are actually working on finding ways to if this were to go through to expand parking opportunities within the near area. And then I I have also heard um, some concern about this community space inside of the building, folks wanting more space, more than 1600 square feet. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have um, heard that the uh, the mayor's administration is working with adult ed and the city engineer to see if that community space can, can be expanded in this proposal. So, so when you say community space, what, what do you mean by that? So it would be, as it is, right now as far as this idea this proposal would be for the community to have a designated space which at present is looking about 1600 square feet where there'd be a separate entrance like um, a small apartment yeah pretty much it, it like and and there's the city engineer suggesting it could be split down the middle with like a partition to make two rooms if necessary and um, community members would have their own key card where they could access the, the space and run programming, et cetera. Okay. And so, and so what do you hear on the street? What's, what's the word on the street? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a mixed bag. Some people are actually very excited about the prospect and say, hey, this building has been vacant for a very long time. A long time. time. We, we need more educational opportunities in the neighborhood. And some people are just very excited about that prospect and are in favor. And then um, I do, there are other residents who are less enthusiastic and like I said, have concerns around parking, have concerns around space within the building for community and have concerns about whether the community will really be able to benefit from the programming within um, adult education. So I'm hearing from, from both sides, essentially. It does, though, however, I have heard from more people than not that they were enthusiastic about it. And I know mm -hmm. that may not be favorable for me to say for those who are in opposition. However, um, I'm just telling you exactly what I heard because I am talking to residents about it. Okay, so um, so I guess the space is attractive, attractive enough for adult ed. I mean, is it enough space for them? Like, are they gonna be in this space for a couple of years and then feel like, oh, we are, we, we've outgrown this and let's, 
you know, pull up and move to a bigger space or like what, what, what do they say? That's a really good question. And I think it would be best asked directly to them. But from what I understand now, they're saying they would be able to fit their full operations within the 188 Bassett building. It, it's approximately 46,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. However, they do have plans to expand. So I don't okay. know how that would measure up in the future, if that would require like expansions on the building itself or how that will work. Okay. Okay. So, so uh, 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 a centralized center for youth, a youth center mm-hmm. um, would go a long way. I mean, I'm, I, I saw the piece of the New Haven Independent about the Barbell Club is making a, a, its comeback. Uh, I used to live in the hill. I grew up in the hill. So I know something about the Barbell Club. Um, it, that's where I went to elementary school. Um, I went to uh, middle school there. I'm sorry. It was Trowbridge Middle School. So that's where I went. So I'm very familiar with the community, the neighborhood, and the building. Um, it seems to me that just about every neighborhood has some kind of youth serving organization. Um, um, the Hill has the Boys and Girls Club in the, in the lo- upper part of the Hill. Um, uh, Fairhaven has um, LEAP and Junta, because Junta runs some programs. Um, uh, so there's, the, so it's not, un, it's not an unusual ask to create um, space for a youth center in this neighborhood. Um, so if you, if you don't get included in this round of funding, what do you do? Well, if we don't um, get included in this. And round, I think you will, but I don't know. I, I have, I'm a, you know, me Babs, I'm a pen ultimate optimist. You so are. I am <laughs> also. However, I'm a realist. And in the case that we don't, one, we d- certainly advocate to be included in uh, funding for the night the pot of 19 million that is still up to upcoming. However, as I tell residents all the time, we also work to get this what we need ourselves. And that is something that is ongoing. We are currently working um, in order to solidify our plans for what we want to see, our vision for this youth center slash community as center and find private funding for that. And we've been talking with a number of philanthropic organizations and other advisors to assist us so that we can have the structure in order to make these things a reality. For me, leaving Newhallville as an underserved community or at least you know war 20 specific it's not an option so we i i understand that we have to come from every different angle with the lens towards we have to do a lot of the legwork to get these things ourselves however we cannot let city uh government and i'm including myself in that i'm not excluding myself city government can't be left off the hook because if you identify that a neighborhood is underserved and subject to disinvestment the logical thing to do is to invest in order to see prosperity, not just for that neighborhood, but for the city as a whole. We're not talking just about today, Babs. We're talking about generational and future uplifting of the, the residents of the city of New Haven. I mean, studies show that having things like this in our neighborhood may be associated with reduced poverty in adulthood. 
having the opportunity to have standalone space where we train up our children about financial responsibility, et cetera, and all of the other socio emotional important things that we need to be working with our youth on. You made some really poignant points about existing facilities in other neighborhoods. And I'm exceptionally happy for all of those neighborhoods that can tout having uh, YMCA, Boys and Girls Club, LEAP, Trowbridge, The Shack. And um, that's what we wanna see. My resounding cry though is that Newhallville cannot afford to be and will not be left out of that. When we look at the infrastructure of the neighborhood, we, we come up with a big donut. We don't have that, that we're just starting with a, the youth facility. We don't have that. We don't have any major community type support center or place where people can receive health and human services needs. We don't even have a, a proper sit down restaurant or a, even a coffee shop or, and, and I wanna remind people that- That's a good point. It's, we, we don't have, what I've been, I've been really intentional about working with our city government to do intentional community-based planning. Look at this neighborhood on a map and say, what things that make a community livable, viable, and um, having accessible things for residents, what do we have and what don't we have? The list of what we don't have is much longer than what we do have. And it's uh, obligation of the city to invest in cultivating the neighborhood so that there's a net positive benefit mm -hmm. for the city as a whole. Mm -hmm. and, and that's our goal here. And so, I mean, I, I love this, but you know, I, I have to be thinking too, the possibility of gentrification. Like, what does that look like? I mean, we're starting to sort of see the, 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 uh, the housing market change a little bit and the encroachment of developers building massive uh, apartment structures um, that is starting to sort of trickle into this neighborhood. What do you, how do you, how do you think about that? How do you, how do you, um, how do you think about that? Well, I think as it is, we have limited real estate here that can be used and accessed for community purposes. And like you said, with this looming possible encroachment of gentrification, it's more important now than ever to make sure that we are serving and uplifting the quality of life for people that are currently here. So before a lot, some of these parcels get snatched up by developers, let's lay a, a claim to them. Let's uh, put some stake in them and know the city can't buy up all of all of the land. But there's a lot of, or I don't say a lot, there's a decent amount of city owned property and land here that can be used for community purposes or like the great work that LCI is doing and neighborhood housing services of New Haven and Beulah Land Development, which is purchasing some of these vacant houses and plots to build first time home buyer homes. So we definitely need a lot more of that. And we need to support organizations like NHS of New Haven and Beulah Land Development Corp and LCI and their efforts as well. I think mm -hmm. that's how we can kind of work to preserve some of our community. However, what has to happen in tandem with that is investments from the city 
in the enrichment of the neighborhood and not allowing landmark once in a lifetime opportunities like with the American Rescue Plan funds, not allowing a single dollar that we're eligible for to pass out away from the hands of Newhallville. It is, as, and I'll reiterate, it is a benefit to the entire city for us to thrive. Okay, so so to, tonight the Board of Alders, sta their standing meeting, your standing monthly meeting, um, you're going to uh, ask um, to be included into this pool of money. Uh, if people wanna help or raise their voice around this, um, uh, email ward23, right? Yes. At, at uh, what is it? At newhavenct.gov. Yes. Okay. And that's the board president, Taisha Walker. Yes. That's her, uh, that's her um, email. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think she'll be pleasantly surprised when she gets all these emails. Um, and so, so you make a motion, you raise it, and then they vote, and everybody votes and says, you know what, we think it's a good idea if we could include them. Or, I mean, and then does it get into a lively debate, discussion? How is this going to go? How do you well, think it's going to go? I think the, the best case scenario, which is what I'm really hoping for, is that we just become included, that from uh, an amendment is put forth um, through the proponent of the current amendment, which would be the finance chair, which just adds us to the line item. Then all, all that happens is the agenda essentially stays the same, except for we're included, and then the full board votes, and there's much ado about nothing. Okay. You know, that to me is a, a, the best case scenario. Short of that, we would have the option perhaps of proposing an amendment to add us. And then as you said, there'd be a spirited debate and a vote as to whether or not this could occur. But I, my, I'm imploring, and I know that residents are imploring to let's just make this, make, let's make the sensible choice, the sensible and seamless choice to add this underserved neighborhood to this line item. Now, I wanna say briefly, um, commentary may arise that, okay, well, the money that is being allocated is for generally for existing structures, mm. for existing structures. However, the, the language that the mayor first proposed said new or existing structures. And the way I look at it is, okay, so if, if the city's given out food today and says, Everyone with a plate can get food, <laughs> but we don't have a plate in Newhallville. Do we starve because we don't have an existing structure? To me, it's a circular argument, which any of my philosophy friends will know is a fallacy. Okay. And I have faith in our city government. I know that we don't function in fallacies and illogical premises. I think that we'll do the logical thing tonight. And, and add New Hallville. Now to residents and even residents outside of New Hallville who are impassioned and concerned about the well-being of our youth. If we do not see the type of change and inclusion that we need tonight, then yes, I call on you all to rally with us as far as um, sending correspondence to me, to our other elected officials in order to demonstrate that this need is there and that for the next round of funding, we ought be included. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Devin. I, I think you're doing a fine job. I, I don't know I don't know what the other wards are doing, but I know of no alderman that works harder than you because God <laughs> knows when you were campaigning, I, I, I wanted you to bring me my groceries in the mail because I saw you so much. <laughs>
I want to say to people, my alder keeps me updated. You give us news briefs. You let us know what is happening. You stay connected to this community. You walk this community. Um, you talk to people. They know you. They can touch you. Um, and, and you have just been a fine example of what we want our politicians to do, particularly on the local level. So, so thank you for your service, first of all. And secondly, uh, I just think you're a great human being. So I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Babs. And likewise, and you know, it's an honor and a privilege to serve you, the residents of New Hallville and the residents of New Haven. I don't take this job lightly at all. I consider you all my family. So I just appreciate you all having some faith in me. We do. So uh, I'll be paying attention. I know it'll, it'll, it'll be uh, on, I know uh, Paul Bass has already assigned somebody to cover that beat tonight. So I'll be looking uh, with bated breath for the New Haven Independent update uh, piece on how this goes tonight. So thank you, Devin, and uh, I'm praying for you. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. I'll see you in the neighborhood. Yes, you will. Come on by the porch. You know where I am. <laughs> Take care. All right. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Nora. Thank you, Harry. I'll see y'all tomorrow. I'm out. People, play us out. Thank you, Dad.